0: Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at iamcannabisativa@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at iamcannabisativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at i c Sativa Podcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm.com. I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast Slash Support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash I See Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Any little bit helps, and we would really appreciate your support if you have the funds to do so. Morning, everyone. Um, This is Mr. Sativa here. Um, It's 9.44 a.m. in Legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Um, I just wanted to cover this story. I know it's a couple days old, but, um, I really, I really like the, um, the guts on this heroine and and this woman right now. This, this is just amazing. You know, um, I wish more people in states that, um, that, that make cannabis like arbitrarily expensive or that don't make it accessible, like let's say Massachusetts, You know, we've had medical marijuana for four years. And because of vertical integration, because of, you know, municipal, you know, foot dragging, you know, and because of just it being poorly regulated and over-regulated, after four years of having a a medical marijuana program, we are still paying over $300 per ounce, you know, in like it just seems that it's only the activists like myself and other medic and other and a few other vocal medical marijuana patients care you know there's no will and there's no sense of urgency by our government by our state government our state officials to correct this you know there are some i mean there are some awesome people in the cannabis control board shout out to our heroine chalene title commissioner title who does care about this and has voiced agreement with me whenever I've emailed her, um, you know, regarding our regulations in this state, but there isn't the political will or the, the will to change this. Like, I'm reading, I'm reading about stuff in Arizona, about how, you know, how they're, um, how, like, the lawmakers in a Republican state approved a bill and sent to the governor a bill... To, to make cannabis um card registrations one year no two years instead of one year. That's gonna head to the governor and the governor is probably expected to sign it. And they're also looking to re- to reduce the fee the, the fees to get a card by a whole lot. So you have governments that are working actively working to, to make this accessible and um and and, and cheap to get. Or cheap to get a card or, or or um yeah, I mean you have governments actively working to make this as accessible as it needs to be for the people that need it. But then you have other governments that, you know, over regulate and then they're very apathetic to, to ch making changes to the issue even though that even though the you know the program isn't doing as good as it can do. You know, we we've had medical for four years. We only have like what, maybe sixty thousand patients. You know, Maryland. Maryland has had it for maybe a year, two years, and they have more patients than we got. They have more patients. I think they have sixty or seventy thousand. You know, I mean, it just goes to show you how poorly regulated Massachusetts did things, and um, and Jersey. Don't even get me started on Jersey. Jersey, they um like their ounces are like five hundred dollars is only maybe a handful of dispensaries or a dozen dispensaries for a state with like 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 so many millions of people, like eight, nine, ten million people. I don't know the exact number off top of my head, but they're a very highly populated and densely populated state, and they don't have nearly as much dispensaries as they need. Now granted, their governor is going to approve and sign a a bill that's going to expand access to a degree and um, expand the amount of dispensaries but you know they still pay a state tax on something that on on medicine that shouldn't be taxed medicine shouldn't be taxed at all full stop but um you know it's, it's 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 ridiculous it really is You know, Jersey just has a very unworkable system. New York has a very unworkable system. They don't even allow flour. You know, it's expensive to get a card, you know, in a state with like 20 million people. There's only maybe 20 or so dispensaries. I don't remember the exact number. But all of us in in states that are, are dropping the ball and are making this unaccessible or too expensive or putting too many roadblocks in regulation... You know, we need to we need to be like this woman and we need to stand up to these regulations. We we really really do in my my estimation. I mean, I know Michigan has had medical for like t- 10 or 11 years and they've had a more a robust caregiver scene that provided medicine, good me- good quality medicine by small-time growers and pioneers for a very cheap price. I've been there so I've seen it. And um you know, now that they're going adult use and stuff, and now that they're sort of corporatizing their medical marijuana, um, scene from, um, what the Daily Dope show said, you know, you're having medical marijuana shortages because, you know, you're making it. So you're pricing out the little guys and the caregivers and the pioneers, and then, you're corporatizing, you're creating all these fees, all these loops, all, those, all these hoops, all these things to make it harder for, for people to be in that business. And as a result, you have cannabis shortages from the things I've been learning. So I'm going to read this article from Mary Jane. Cancer patient sues Michigan over state's medical marijuana shortage. Due to heavy regulations, Michigan is experiencing a statewide medical marijuana shortage. Excuse me. For one car- for one cancer patient, this shortage is unacceptable. Michigan's medical marijuana regulators are being sued because the lawsuit alleges they're responsible for a cancer patient's lack of access to her medicine. Sherry Hoover, a retired nurse, is battling stage 4 cancer. Earlier this week, she filed suit against Michigan's Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs, LARA, which oversees the state's medical marijuana regulations. Quote, I will not be able to get the medication that relieves my nausea and creates any appetite and eases my pain, Hoover said, according to Click on Detroit. LARA, the state, let me down and thousands of others like me down. End quote. "Hoover relies on full extract cannabis oils known as Rick Simpson oil to treat her cancer. To make cannabis oils, large amount of plant material are needed, oftentimes much more than someone can grow by themselves at home. What happened to all of Michigan's medical weed? Hoover's attorney, Michelle Donovan, blamed a lower resolution that took effect in May." the resolution banned home growers or caregivers from selling untested cannabis to dispensaries over 90% of medical cannabis came from caregivers so the resolution caused storefront supplies to go empty reported Michigan Live again i can't emphasize how important this is um you know michigan had sort of like um a sm- had had a very had a a very like small business and small grower friendly medical marijuana program so these caregivers that can that could service multiple patients and grow for grow grow cannabis and grow specific strains for for multiple patients they were able to sell directly to to um medical marijuana storefronts dispensaries, provisioning centers or, or whatever and um now you don't now now they ha, now they're trying to, to over regulate it so you can't so these same caregivers and these same small time growers can't sell their 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 um their their product to the dispensaries. And now because you're corporatizing it and you're I mean, don't get me wrong, I think I obviously think there should be testing, but you know, most of these caregivers they're I mean they they know what the f that they are doing you know they they've been pioneers in this space and they've been doing this for a long time so they know how to grow cannabis that's safe that's compliant and most the vast majority of these of these um of these caregivers their their cannabis will will pass these tests no problem because they grow with they grow with love and they grow with care most of them But, um, but by arbitrarily doing this so quickly and, and, and heavy handedly, you know, before these small time growers can make the adjustments needed, of course you're going to have a shortage. Of course, it's, of course, it's going to happen. No doubt. So let's, so, um, let's continue reading the article. We asked Lara to do what they ultimately did before, to allow these caregivers to sell directly to licensed dispensary so that medical marijuana patients can get the products they need, said Donovan. Hoover is not seeking monetary awards from the lawsuit. Instead, she wants de- declaratory, de- declaratory action where a court forces the state to remedy a problem. Hoover and Donovan are requesting the Lara, that Larif allow medical... No, allow marijuana patients to sign waivers that they agree to purchase and conceive untested medical cannabis. My whole system feels like my bones are being twisted. Oh, man, I, I feel that pain a little bit, man. I mean, I, I know I don't have, like... I know I don't got um cancer or whatever. But with the arthritis I've I've been having, it's... The pain is just so much. It just feels like it just feels like sometimes, like, I, like, when I woke up today, it felt like someone was grinding my toe against sandpaper, you know, and I had to, like, walk gingerly down the stairs, you know, because I was in so much pain, but, um, yeah, I mean, I know how that is, and I know how beneficial it can be to have your cannabis, and I support this woman 100%, and I'll stand for her 100% on this, and I, I definitely, Excuse me. I definitely want to be updated on this, and I want to know. I want to know if 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 Lara does the right thing and allows these caregivers to continue selling. Because I, again, I'm 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 blessed to have many like cannabis pioneers that 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 I follow, including many from Michigan that I'm sure that I'm sure do this with with some of the stuff that they grow. And, you know, it, it it hurts my heart that they're going to be screwed over by this over-regulation, this fake legalization nonsense. So if you're in Michigan, you know, um, the fighting over, you know, write to Laura, tell them you don't like this. You know, um, write to the governor, tell her you don't like this and tell her that you, you want this. You, you want it so the small time growers are not squeezed out. You know, give them an easy path to test their cannabis. Don't just shut them down. Or like or like um, or like or like Hoover is trying to advocate you know just let people sign a waiver saying that you know that um, that yeah that they're using untested cannabis and that the dispensary has no liability or whatever you know I mean before before my state legalized and when we were just in the decriminalization phase I bought untested cannabis cannabis from, from dealers all the time, and I didn't die, you know, I mean, there were some batches that were, like, there were some dealers that were really sketchy, and there were some times where, like, um, where I bought weed, and it smelled like, like, dry cleaner, no, it smelled like, um, Febreze or whatever, like, they were growing it in their off-campus apartment, and, you know, they didn't want the landlord or the authorities to know, so, I mean, so they were probably wrenching in for breeze to hide the smell or whatever. <laughs> or they didn't flush their weed properly is what I uh, is another explanation I've heard. But um yeah, um you know, if you're in Michigan, the fight ain't over and um, that's all I have to say and I don't want to keep this too long. And as always everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Fight tyranny, fight fake legalization and fight the new prohibition. Peace out.